Well, good morning. Greetings to everyone. In Jesus' name. That was a beautiful passage there you read, Jacob. Numbers 6. And I'd like to ask you this question. Did the Lord do that for you this week? And do you expect the Lord to do that for you this coming week? Or is that just kind of a nice uh, few verses there that worked for them back there, but You think it's God's will to bless you and keep you? Did the Lord's face shine upon you this past week and give you peace? Good questions to ponder. Uh, Because we go through life, we have lots of difficulties and life generally isn't easy or at least we we tend to think it's not easy I'd like for you to turn with me to Psalm 34 Psalm 34 is a very familiar psalm, a passage in Scripture, and there's certain verses in this that we uh, tend to hear often, and we repeat them maybe. The first few verses are set to music, and we sing them occasionally. I will bless the Lord at all times. I'd like to just read this psalm this morning and, and then make uh, some application as we read here in Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste, and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. 
What man is he that desireth life, and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil, and do good. Seek peace, and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Now, as I was considering what this psalm tells us and how it instructs us, I was thinking about the the purpose for which we gather on a Sunday morning. We want to take some time, this is one of the reasons we gather, is to simply take some time to think about God and about his ways, to exalt his name, to give thanks at the remembrance of what he's done for us, and to direct our minds to the things that are eternal. Now that's not in, uh, in a sense it's in contrast to what we have been doing through the week, but on the other hand it's not in contrast, but it's in recognition of or in addition to. In other words, The things we have experienced this past week or what we anticipate for the coming week should not be separated from what we think about God and our reflection upon him. It says here in the first verse, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, does that mean that Everything that happened to you this past week was just making you burst out in praise to the Lord? Well, probably not necessarily or directly. And as we see in verse 19, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And you might be tempted to think, well... Perhaps if things went better, then I would be more inclined to praise the Lord. Or, you know, once my problems are resolved, sometime, you know, in the unseen future, then I will feel more like praising the Lord. But as I read this psalm, it seems to me the, the, uh, 
the heart that the psalmist had here was that there needs to be an attitude and a way of life where we look to the Lord through all of our circumstances. And there should be in our mouth a sense of trusting in the Lord. Uh, For example, in verse 8, it says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Our happiness, if we want to use the word happiness there for blessed, our happiness is often dependent on how uh, deeply we are trusting the Lord. And in uh, the end of the psalm there, it says that none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. That means we won't be disappointed. We won't be at a loss. We will not, uh, as the New Testament says, we will not be confounded. We'll not come to ruin if we trust in the Lord. We have the example of Job who suffered much affliction and yet in the depth of his affliction he still had words of praise for the Lord. He said, The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away, blessed be the name of the Lord. Do we have that same heart that Job had in his affliction? And we know that Job also had in in the back of his mind, we would say, or maybe at the forefront of his mind, this confidence that at the end of his days he would see good. Regardless of how bad it's gotten in this life, he said that he knows that in the end of days he will see his Redeemer face to face. We have that same promise and that same confidence can be a sure foundation for us today. And in this coming week, none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Now going back to the early part of the the psalm there, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. So it's altogether fitting for us to gather on a Sunday morning and to make the Lord's name glorious by returning thanks, for what he's done for us, to sing praises, to speak of his greatness, and to encourage one another and exhort one another to trust the Lord. It says in verse 4, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. 
fears, speak of emotional distresses, and while it could also include an actual deliverance here when he says, delivered me from all my fears, um, that calamity that was maybe expected didn't come. In verse 5, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Or they didn't come to ruin, they were not forsaken. The Lord saw uh, through their difficulties. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And comparing that again with verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Does it mean that if I trust the Lord that no unpleasant things or distresses or difficulties will come my way? The answer is no. It doesn't mean that we won't have difficulties or distresses. It simply means that in them we seek the Lord and our faces turn toward him that he might deliver us. If you think about the experience the children of Israel had, you know, we can read over the accounts. It may take us a few hours to read the various accounts, but those actually covered a span of years. And in between, I'm sure there was a lot of mundane, ordinary days where life just kind of grinds on. But the reality is they had daily miracles. Their sustenance was in, in their surrounding circumstances out in the wilderness it looked pretty bleak and would have been had it not been for God's miraculous provision. He sent them manna every morning he brought them water out of the rock. He made water to flow. When the water was bitter, they had a remedy and they made the water sweet. But in all their affliction, God expected them to turn to him and look to him for an answer and for a supply for what they lacked. And that's what it means to trust the Lord. verse 10 it says the young lions do lack and suffer hunger and as I pondered that and considered that God feeds the beasts of the field and in Psalm 104 it talks about uh, the lions uh, go forth seeking their prey and then they lay them down in their dens and, and every Every day these beasts of the field are fed. They go out, they find their prey. And perhaps there are times when it's sparse and they suffer hunger like it says here. But if even the lions do find their food and even the, the birds of the air, they find their food. Shall he not much more take care of us? 
If he cares for sparrows, he'll care for us. They that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Then in verse 11 he says, uh, Come, ye children, and that's us. Listen to me. I have something to tell you. And then he gives some very good instruction. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Well, the rhetorical answer would be all of us. I mean, isn't that you? Don't you want to see good? See many days? Then he lays down some principles. He says, Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. There shouldn't be any falsehood in our, in our words. We should speak the truth and not even try to mislead people by omitting things and, and trying to pretend like things are a certain way when in fact they aren't. Depart from evil and do good. And that's not just a one-time, one-time thing. It means that our heart is set to avoid evil. And we turn away from it wherever we find it. We turn away from it and do good. And that's not just something we did last week. It's something we should look for to do again this week. Doing good. And realize that the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. His ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. You know, in our, or maybe I should just speak for myself, it's easy to to let our feelings be uh, swayed by what we're experiencing. And if I were to... uh, If I were to focus this morning on all the things that came to me this past week or things that I thought about that are not good or that are distressing in my life, I might not feel like praising the Lord very much. But if I were to focus and remind myself of all the good things that I did receive and the blessings that I had this week and would speak of them um, then it would sound like everything went well last week 
and perhaps your experience is very much the same. So we have a choice, and if we choose on this Sunday morning, as we're gathered in the house of God, to take all of our troubles and our distresses and things that haven't gone well and realize that God is still for us, He still cares for us, and if I put my trust in him, I shall not be confounded. And if I seek to exalt his name, to praise his name, and to remind myself, it it helps to adjust my thinking for the upcoming week, that I should be praising the Lord. As he says here, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I don't know what I'll face this next week. There are certain things I expect. There are certain things that are ordinary and normal. But the unexpected and the the uncertain, we, we simply don't know. And by praising the Lord today doesn't mean that I won't face anything difficult or extreme even in the upcoming week. And so it is with any of you. Uh, We have the things that we expect and maybe even troubles we expect to see. But are we arming ourselves by putting our confidence in the Lord and to trust that he will see us through. And I'll just conclude with that last verse again. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Lord, help us to put our trust in you.